we are, we are commanded to love the Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy strength, with all thy soul. Can you tell him you love Tell him you love Express, express your love. Father, we cannot love you enough for you are love. You are the person of love. You are the full expression of love. Love is who you are. And we learn to love from you. So help us in our imperfections to learn to love the way you love. And help us to grow in our love for you. And then to one another. Teach us your way for your ways, love. And reveal yourself daily unto us, we pray. Fill our hearts with your holy fire. And satisfy our deepest longings with your fullness. And this morning let your word renew, refresh. Let your word reinvent us. And recreate things in us and refire what whatever was dead. We want your mind alone from your word this morning, and we receive it with thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, church. Who has enjoyed church this morning? You've you've enjoyed your father's presence this morning. Last Sunday, uh, God's servant preached on the Father's love. Amen. The Father's love, the Father's love. And uh, yes, the Father loves us, but the Father expects us to love Him back. Amen. And how many of us are loving the Father? We're loving the Father. We're loving on the Father. Amen. And we see ourselves growing in our love for the Father. It, it's something personal to you. I, I can't explain it for you. It's your experience. It's an experience you must have of God by yourself. Amen. And we must keep growing in our understanding of the love of a Father. In our knowledge of the love of a father In our expression of love to the father We must keep growing in those May the Lord help us in Jesus name Amen I've been thoroughly blessed this morning Honestly if they say we should share grace at this point And we should go home I have not missed anything in today's service Amen I want to appreciate the ministry of the sweet psalmist The ministry of instrumentalists I want to appreciate uh, those are the console, amen If they can sing and they can play instruments And we can't hear you It benefits us, nothing I want to thank those of us who are early enough to be part Of um, the worship this morning And the uh, choir ministration uh, But I bring out thank you very much God bless you uh, In case you're wondering The choir has been uh, on a hiatus Let me put it that way Of sorts for a while But guess what 
We are going back to full order in a short time. I won't tell you when. Have I, have I tried? I've been diplomatic. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But we thank God for your ministry. We appreciate the Lord for you. And everyone in this church who belongs to a department, who belongs, who belongs to a unit, who belongs to a group, people who are walking. You know, some only come and sit. Thank God for sitters. But thank God for walkers in the house of God. People who walk to make things happen. Amen. And uh, the Lord will reward you in the name of Jesus. Some are on and off. On and off. Mm -mm. Be on. Don't be on and off. Some are permanently off. Ah. By the time power returns, you won't be used to how to operate again. If you are permanently off. So be on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Why come to church? How many of us understood the message in the video we watched how many of us did please i need to see our hands i need to have a feedback you know so that i can be sure that communication took place thank you very much amen because without analysis or the appraisal of a feedback we are not sure of what communication has done so why come to church now some think uh that sounds right that question why come to church I think that does not sound too correct. Yet that is the title that I have chosen. You know, at times some questions are rhetorical. Amen. Some questions could be ironical. Well, you could classify this as one of such questions. Amen. Why come to church? Uh, so it's not aptly put. Amen. Why? We don't come to who we are. We do not come to who we are. Why is that so? We are the church. So why come to yourself? If we understand the meaning of the word church. And that is part of what this message is all about. The believer in Christ is the church. The word translated into English as church or assembly is the word ecclesia in Greek. Why do we talk about Hebrew and Greek many times when we are explaining God's word? It's because the Bible was not written in English language. And neither was the Bible written in Yoruba language or Igbo language or Edo language. I was in Benin, walking in Benin a couple of years ago in the 90s when the Edo Bible was launched. The Edo Bible was launched in, in, in the 90s. So it tells us that Yoruba language is far advanced. But you know, Edo language is, is complex. I'm sorry, you consonants will follow consonants. You understand? K, P, D, W. How do you pronounce Akwakpava? You can say Akwakpava, but you spell it. Come and see the spelling of Akwakpava, you will know. My Edo people, am I correct? Domo, Domo. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> okay. So the Bible was not written in English. Neither was it written in Yoruba. It was written. The Old Testament in Hebrew, parts of it in, you can say, uh, abridged Hebrew called Aramaic. And uh, the New Testament was written in Greek. And that's why you have the, uh, the Septuagint. Amen. You see, some of us don't come for Bible study during the week. We only come on Sundays as if Sunday is the only day of gathering. No. There are some things we can't say on Sunday because uh, we'll be sounding too, 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 too 
technical for some people. Because religion has taught us that when you come to church on Sunday, you have come to enjoy God's presence. That is not wrong. But we need to come and know the one whom we call Father. And our knowledge of Father must keep growing and increasing. Who is with me this morning? Praise the Lord. Why come to church? You don't preach that, you teach that. Why come to church? So the believer in Christ is the church. And the word translated church is the word ecclesia, which means the called out ones. The word translated assembly is from the word ecclesia, which means those who are called out. What have we been called out of? We have been called out of darkness into the light of God, into the light of Jesus. We have been called out of bondage unto liberty. We have been called out of oppression of a devil unto the freedom of a son of God. Now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, we are the called out ones. We are us. We were blind. Now we see. We are us. We were ignorant of God and his ways. Now we know God. We know his ways in a progressive manner. Are we still together, church? Amen. So church is not a place in the strict sense of it. This is not a church. This is a church building in the strict sense of it. If we call this an auditorium, we are still not wrong. Because without us in this building, it is not a church building. We make this building bear its name. Hallelujah. And uh, at times believers might gather in the ballroom of a hotel. Believers might gather in an event hall, in an auditorium. And they are having church. Tell me if they are not having church or not. Because you don't see the sign of a cross anywhere. Because you don't see a pole or a pillar that looks like a crucifix anywhere. No. We are the church. Someone say, I am the church. Together we make up the body, the body of Christ, the church of Jesus. So the church is not buildings. The church is men, women called out of darkness into the light of God. Amen. Oh, by the way, we're not ending the message today. It's a series that I'm starting. So church is not a place. Church is not a thing. Church is not a phenomenon. No, 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 no. Church is a group of people known as the called out ones. Acts of the Apostles chapter 7 and verse 38. Let's read. This was Stephen, the first martyr in the Bible, who was, he began this long message. And after preaching that long sermon, he died. He was stoned to death and he died. But part of what Stephen said were very profound statements. Look at verse 38, Acts 7, verse 38. Church is the place of power. Church is the place of power. Somebody say, church is the place of power. Whose power? God's power. So somebody say church is the place of God's power. I'm digressing, I know. Church is the place of God's power. Say it. Help me to say it one more time. Church is the place of God's power. <laughs> if it is the place of God's power, we should experience God's power in church. Somebody here this morning, you are experiencing God's power as I speak. God, God's power. So church is the place of God's power. Say that again. Church is the place of God's power. Where do you need the power of God in your body? In your business, in your career, in your marriage, church is the place of God's power. Because it is the place of God's presence. 
And where the presence of God is, the ability of God is. The power of God is God's ability to make things happen. Where your presence is, your ability is. True or false? But like where you are is where you can play the trumpets. Where you are not, you can blow the trumpet. Amen. Praise the Lord. Church is the place of God's power. And in the New Testament, man is de-emphasized. It is the ministry of the Holy Spirit that we come in contact with in the New Testament. Hallelujah. The pulpit gifts are to mature the saints. Ephesians 4 and 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting or the maturing of the saints. For the edifying of the body of Christ, we all attain a unity and growth and so on. Amen. Who is with me up till now? So in the New Testament, no man is a superstar. Jesus is the superstar. Hallelujah. Men walk under the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. I have not forgotten that we are to read Acts chapter 7 and verse 38. I had a digression. It was inspired and I moved, I obeyed. Okay, Acts 7, 38. So don't let go. Don't let go of God's power. Don't let go of God's power. As you, as you are receiving something from God's word, hold on to that one. Amen. Let the work be done. Is somebody with me? Let the work be done. The work the Spirit of God has started, let it be done in you. Let, let the work be done. Hallelujah. Today is the day of solution for somebody. Let the work be done. So, so don't lose your place there. Hold on to that one as we go on with other things. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. That is why in church you must concentrate. That is why in church you can't afford to be distracted. Otherwise, you come in and you live the way you came. Amen. So may this be a solution meeting for someone in the name of Yeshua Christ Jesus. Acts 7 38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness. Ah, church here. In the wilderness. I thought church began from the New Testament. But this was Stephen referring to those who left Egypt and root Canaan. The land of the Hittites and the Hevites and the Jebusites. They were en route that place. Having left Egypt. And by the way, their stay in Egypt was not 430 years. They didn't stay up to that. The 430 years started counting well before they got to Egypt. Anyway, let's leave that. Acts 7, 38. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness. With the angel which spoke to him. In the Mount Sinai, who was Stephen talking about referring to Moses? This is he, that is Moses, was the one that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spoke to him. The angel spoke to Moses in Mount Sinai. And uh, with their fathers, the angel spoke with their fathers when they received the living oracles or the Ten Commandments like we generally refer to. So the point there, church in the wilderness, they were referred to Israel of old was referred to as the church in the wilderness. The, why? They were called out of Egypt to a place of promise. Called out once. The word church. Praise the Lord. Called out once. And that was an interesting church. That was a church that will blow hot today and blow cold tomorrow. No wonder some of us are like that. We blow hot today. We blow cold tomorrow. When there is no food 
we blow hot. Moses! Honestly, today I will cut off your head. Because I never told you I wanted to leave Egypt. We were eating salad in Egypt. Who gave them salad? Do you know that's what they said? They said we were eating leek, garlic, onions, cucumber in Egypt. Now you have brought us to this wilderness and it is this uh, cereal. They were eating cereal. Amen. But this cereal tasted like honey. Coriander seed mixed with honey. How many people like cereal here? Amen. You put plenty sugar and plenty milk. Uh, Cereal then becomes like cereal. You understand what I'm talking about? Hallelujah. (laughs) Church in the wilderness. Someone say church in the wilderness. Amen. First Peter 2 and 9. But you are a chosen generation. Who is that? I, the believer in Christ, the one washed with the blood of a lamb. Who is that person? A chosen generation. Please let's read together and put your name there. But I, Tulalakwe, am a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Do you see that? That's not theory. That's not theory. That's practical. That's reality. That's who you are. If you catch a consciousness of that and a revelation of that, you are made. If you fail to understand that, you will keep having troubles. Believe me. But you are a chosen generation. He chose us. We are different from others. He chose us. A royal priesthood. We combine royalty with uh, the priesthood. Hallelujah. So royalty, dominion, priesthood, uh, the service of God. Hmm. A peculiar people, a holy nation, that you should show forth the praises of him. Who did what? Who ecclesiad you? We are to show forth the praises of he who ecclesiad us. You know that's wrong. How can you put uh, ED at the back of Ecclesia when Ecclesia is not an English word? But I'm just saying that. So that's a, <laughs> that we should show forth the praise of him who had called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Called out of. Amen. The church. One more witness and then we proceed. Hosea 11 and verse 1. Hosea 11 and verse 1. When Israel was a child. When Israel was a child. When Israel was a child. Was this talking about Jacob, whose name became Israel? Was he talking about him? Is that an immediate inference you draw from that scripture? No. That was a symbolic expression. That was referring to the whole nation, not the man Jacob, whose name became Israel. So when Israel was a child, when the nation was nascent, when the nation was young, what did I do? Hebrews, uh, Hosea 11.1. Can you bring it up? When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. Was it one man he called out of Egypt? It was the nation. Do you see that? So he called them out of Egypt. The called out ones are the church of Jesus. Somebody said, thank God for calling me out of a world. So if he has called you out of a world and you are now the church, stop blending with the world. Did you hear what I said? If you are called out of the world, stop blending with the world. Many times we blend with the world. Stop blending with the world. Stop doing what they do. Stop thinking the way they think. Stop acting the way they act. Stop, stop, stop sharing the values that they have. We have been called out. Somebody say, I've been called out. We are a chosen generation, a holy nation, a peculiar people, a royal priesthood. The unsaved is not like that. Hello, church. So we must live in the consciousness of who we are. 
We must live in the consciousness of who we are. Amen. Church is not an organization. It is an organism. Church is not life requiring. It is life giving. The body of believers is not life requiring. It doesn't require life to function. It gives life. Why? It's an organism. It is not an organization. When it is an organization, until people enter, it has no life. Are you getting it? Until people bring their life into it, it is dead. Even in corporate law, lawyers will tell us that there's something called lifting the veil of incorporation. They have told us, lawyers are here, they have told us that a company, a limited liability company, is a legal entity, separate and apart from the owners. Am I right, man? Salomon versus Salomon. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what was I saying? Hey, limited liability company is a legal entity, separate and apart from its owners. We know that. But there comes a time when there is an exception to that rule. And they, they do something that they call lifting the veil of incorporation. So when push comes to shove, even though the company is an entity on its own, separate and apart from the owners, they lift the veil of incorporation and say, who is behind the oro that the oro is crying? We want to know. What's oro in English? Who is behind the masquerade that is sounding? You know, you know at times in Baden, you see masquerades, amen. Masquerade that is eating uh, Indomie. <laughs> They leave the veil of incorporation because they want to know what's going on. But church is not an organization. Church is an organism. We have studied about organisms before. Elementary science, we studied organisms. True or false? Ah, we, amoeba, uh, hydra, spirogyra, organisms. They have a place called a nucleus. What is the nucleus? The powerhouse of a cell. Amen. What does it contain? Life. Amen. Life. Amen. The church is an organism. Life. The life of a church is inherent. It's inside it. If we come in contact with the church, with the body of believers, uh, we receive that life. We benefit from that life. That life rubs off on us. That life affects us. When we gather together like this uh, as church, you know many times we go back refreshed. Don't you understand what's going on? After service, everybody's always happy. Why do you think after service, everybody's always happy? People stay, they congregate in the car park. On a few occasions when I come to the car park, I see them gisting. The people buying bread are buying bread. Those buying yam are buying yam. Some are taking pictures. Children are running all over the place. And so on and so on. If you're not careful, they'll scratch your car. Okay. Scratch that off the tape. I didn't say so. <laughs> but there's this excitement. Why? We have come to God's presence. The life of God has rubbed off on us. Many times you come weak and sick and tired. You go home refreshed and happy. Doesn't it happen to you? Praise God. Ah, it is not an organization. It is an organism. It contains life. Inherent life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So two of us can have church. Just two of us. Three of us can have church. The, 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 the quorum is formed. Amen. Because it said if two or three of us shall come together, we are having church. Whatever we ask you, we, church has started near. You bring your stream, I bring my stream. Don't forget John 7, 38. Is it 7, 38 now? He said, if any man believeth in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This is speak of the Holy Spirit who was to come. Amen. So, 
in my spirit, my belly, my innermost being, the rivers flow. In your being, in your innermost being, the rivers flow. We come together, my stream and your stream, they meet. <laughs> Things begin to happen. You come with the revelation. I come with an explanation. You come with an experience. I come with an encounter. And together, there's a conflagration and things break out. And we begin to wonder, ah, how are these things happening? Where is these things coming from? You bring your stream. I bring my stream. It is not your stream. It is not my stream. It is his river. It is his river. Please close the door. That door. It is his river. Church is not exclusive. Church is inclusive. Are we, are we, are we, are we going somewhere together with this? I said church is not exclusive. Church is inclusive. When something is exclusive, it is only for a set of people. It is not for another set of people. A brother said, he went to work professionally in a studio and he saw a lady there who could sing very well. A Christian lady and he asked, which church do you go? And the lady told him the church. And he said, ah, this kind of gift you have, they can appreciate it in the church. There's a church for every man. Believe me. If you don't like vine branch, right? They say, I love your presence. I love your presence. If the one you like is there's one for you. Honestly. And you are a believer. You are a child of God. 100%. Amen. Praise the Lord. You might even belong to the ones where they say, Fire! Fire! Everybody, fire! You are a believer. As long as Jesus is Lord of... Do you understand? There's a church for everybody. Amen. So he now said, ah, with this your type of gift, that assembly you attend won't appreciate you. You know? He said, he said, I go to Vine Branch. Why not come to Vine Branch? Eh? He said, the lady said, Vine Branch, the one that uh, along Queen's School Road, church Olowuni. He now said, ah, did they say you, you should not be Olowu? Uh, uh, Pastor Dako, sorry. Church Olowo, Olowo is uh, the owner of money. I needed to get his attention like that. Amen. The owner of money, they don't know that some of us, we, we drop 59 in the offering basket. They don't know that some of us drop 109 in the offering basket. And because cash shortage is a reality, some say, Jesus, you know. And some say, it's transfer, we will do. It's what they have, and they transfer 200. The administrative charges on 200 men ourselves, you know. But they are calling us church Olowo. Are you getting it? Many times, the collections for Sunday service come by the Dizu that we use for that service. How I wish people who will understand some things. <laughs> but they don't know that there is a glory in the house. And the God of that house makes sure that everything is well in his house. Because it is his house. Hallelujah. And then the lady too began to come. 
And eventually she joined the church. What I wanted to say was, the brother said, "Ah, look at me too. When he said, George, he said, "Ah, look at me. So I told him, I said, it means you too, you become a (laughs) lawyer. Hallelujah. I'm saying more than that. So church is not exclusive. It is not for a set of people. It is inclusive. It is for everybody. Praise the Lord. Whether you are rich, come. Whether you are poor, come. Whether you are strong, come. Whether you are literate, come. Whether you are illiterate, come. God, church is for everybody. It is inclusive. Jesus did not die for the rich. Jesus did not die for the poor alone. Jesus did not die for the good alone. Jesus did not die for the bad. Actually, he died for the bad. Amen. Bad. The badder you are, the better you are for Jesus. He died for the bad. Hallelujah. Some people say, Pastor, when, I, when I'm good, I'll start coming to church. Ah, they don't understand it. Then it's no longer the gospel. He had to die for sinners. He didn't die for saints. He didn't die. Saints don't need a savior. You are a saint. You don't need a savior. It is the sick that need the physician. Those who are not sick don't need a doctor. Ah, amen. Jesus died for people like me. Amen. So that my sin problem can be taken away. Hallelujah. I was bad, but he's the one who turns bad to good. He turned me to good. Hallelujah. And guess what? Even though it is not right uh, grammatically, but he has changed my bad to good. My good is becoming gooder. Are you, are you understand? Because this is wrong grammatically. Hallelujah. Until I arrive at Gouda that looks like that of Jesus. Do you know what the journey is all about? The journey after you gave your life to Christ is for you to be conformed. For you to be conformed. For you to be conformed to the image of Jesus. For you to be transformed. For you to be transformed. For you to be transformed to the image of Jesus. After a while, the Father looks at you and sees you exactly like Jesus. In fact, Jesus is coming for a bride that is looking exactly like him. So he's still walking on the, on the bride right now. Guess what? We're still doing bridal uh, makeup. That one that they carry portmanteau. Uh-huh. I, I see those ladies. They'll carry one portmanteau like this. <laughs> you think they are going to war. When they open the thing and they bring out all the implements. Jesus is still doing that with us. He's still working on us. What are the things they put? They put a foundation. They put concealer. They put You understand? He's still working on us. Hallelujah. He's still working on us. Praise God. It will get to a stage. He will say, now you're looking exactly like me. Let's go. It's time for marriage. Let's go. That is what Jesus is doing to the church. I hope you understand. Now, some of us will say, I don't want your makeup. I don't want that. Don't put that thing on my face. Let me just stay the way I am. You will stay the way you are. But some of us were foolish enough to say, Jesus, anything you want to do with my life, go ahead and do. Bring, bend your head. I bend it. Turn it to the left. I turn it to the left. Turn it to the left. I turn it to the left. Go for it. Um, haven't you been to the barber shop before? Don't you obey your barber? You don't obey your barber. You will see what they will put on your head. At times it presses your head somehow. You, you cooperate. Because you don't want him to make a mistake. Otherwise, you, they will say, ah, brother, I will say, don't mind the stupid baba that I, ah, they will say, ah, what happened? Uh-huh. If you will obey your baba, won't you obey your God? So church is not exclusive. It is inclusive. Revelations 22. 
and verse 17. Revelation 22 and 17. Let's read. And the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the bride. Who is the bride? The church. And the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the bride say, come. And let him that heareth say, come. You're not reading. And let him that is thirsty, come. Whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. What is the water of life? That which Jesus has come to offer salvation. Take freely. Hallelujah. So it's not exclusive. It is inclusive. The spirit and the bride say, come. He says, let him that heareth say, come. Let him that is thirsty say, come. Let everyone who will, come. Let them come and drink of the water of life freely. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 29. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 29. The church is inclusive. Whether you are gay or lesbian, come. Jesus died for lesbian, gay, transgender, bisexual, questioning, or queer, LGBTQ. Christ died for everybody. Some think there was no LGBTQ when Christ came. We always think our generation is the generation that has seen everything. We forget that before we were born, they had been doing life. Help me tell your neighbor that in Yoruba. Before you were born, they had been doing life. Wanting shy, to beer. Hallelujah. There's an English word that is called sodomy. Have you heard of that expression before? Sodomy. There's a verb or an adverb that says they sodomized somebody. Amen. Where do you think it came from? From Sodom and Gomorrah because their practice there was that practice and it entered the English lexicon. Sodom and Gomorrah had been right from the days of Father Abraham. And Jesus came many, 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 many years out of Father Abraham. Don't you know that those practices of sin and wickedness had continued? Don't you know he came to die for people like that as well? You know a lesbian person, bring here her or him. You know, these days we don't even know what to call them. They are transgender, there is pangender, there is agender, there are all sorts. Amen. Some are genderless, some are binary, some are non-binary. No male, no female. So they feel forms and they don't ask your gender. And you can change. Last week you were male. This week you are female. And it's nobody's business. Mind your business, my, my, my friend. So last week I was Adam. This week I'm Steve. Adam and Steve. It's not Adam and Eve. Adam and Steve. And it's not your business. He died for them. Don't ever in your mind disqualify some people from grace we are the church did you hear what i said don't you ever disqualify anyone from grace we are the church the seeker they are the more we should gravitate towards them with the love of jesus you know it's an indication of a malady when you see some of those things manifesting amen tell them you need jesus brother Tell them you need Jesus, sister. Amen. So church is meant to be inclusive and not exclusive. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Let's read. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. 
And what will I do? I will give you rest. You can't give what you don't have. It's because Jesus is rest. Christ is our rest. So he can give what he has. He has rest. When we come to church, we come to rest. When we come to church, we come to peace. When we come to church and gather like this, we come to tranquilness. Hello, church. Amen. We're not agitated. We're not agitated. We're not agitated. Help me tell the person beside you that God is in control. Relax. I'm serious. I'm not joking. You know there was a sticker like that many years ago that says relax. God is in control. The Holy Spirit is bringing that. Look at somebody else and say God is in control. Be at peace. at peace <laughs> he knows what to do ah, thank you he knows what to do one day many years back now this was 12 years ago I remember I was asked to come and preach in a church in town and I went with my wife and our son was about going into university. And UI said they were not going to invite him for post UTME because his jam score was low for the course he wanted to study, civil engineering. was in SS2, he did trial jam, he even scored higher than what he now scored when he was in SS3. Ah, we said, what was going on? We applied to a private university. They gave him admission. But it wasn't civil engineering. They gave him building technology. I said, no. I said, she be civil. You say you wanted to do civil. He said, yes. I said, civil, you're not man. That's what you will do. for this meeting, this service before they called me up they began to sing a song before then I had never heard of that song it was like a rema word I said Bolali, oh Bonnie she said, Mubo. I said, Oluwa Monti Oshe. Emimima Monti Oshe. Sister Oluchi, you know you are, you are in training. Because Oluchi, she's a Yoruba wife, but uh, she's in training school. Oluwa, Oluwa is Lord. He knows what to do, Monti Oshe. Did you understand? He knows what to do. Amen. He knows what to do that, to make my life better. That's that song, okay? Pastor, okay? I got up on my seat. You know, from time. So I got, I got up on my seat. <laughs> ah, I said, this is my song. I said, this is my rhema. I began to sing that song with them. I began to sing that song with them. We sang that song for like a whole week as a family. And guess what? They invited him for post-UTM in UI. Ah, 
So, won't you pray? We prayed, we confessed the word, and we sang our song. Holy one, may the Lord give you your own victory song. You see, these are the things we enjoy in church. Some will not come. I said, may the Lord give you your own victory song. He gave us our victory song as a family over that matter. So they called this boy for post When the results came out, he scored 80 over 100 in post Hey, come and see you. They started calling me. Uh, uh, from I didn't know the people. They said, hello, is that Abalolu uh, Akusa? I said, no, I'm, I'm Tolu Akusa. Is you going to come with me? I said, eh. he said, now go and fill a form online and do change of uh, course, from change of course to change of course. I said, Kilewi. How can you change of, do change of course to change of course? I said, I I say, you are not making sense, madam. I don't understand. I said, okay, go and do what I said. And she hung up. Ah. So, <laughs> I went to you at the business centers. I said, uh, they say we should do change of course to change of course. They say, we well, understand. Sit down. Your money is 500 naira or something. I said, no problem. They, I did change of course to change of course. This boy scored 80 in pursuit of me. Hmm. My uncle of blessed memory. He called the, the registrar. What do they, I think the registrar. He said, did I not tell you? You are the type that tried to frustrate Professor Wale Shoyika. He had a third class in his first degree, his Nobel laureate. He said, I told you, I know what this boy is made of. He began to boast. <laughs> he didn't know that. Oluwa Monti Oshie. Emimi Monti Oshie. I say, he knows what to do about you. Be at peace. God is in control. Be at peace. God is in control. Bo, now so the boy entered UIO and he studied the course he wanted to study. And he left when he wanted to leave and he ended up still studying the course he wanted to study. And he abandoned that line of profession and has adopted a, another line of I say, Otetika. My own father wanted me to be a civil engineer in his lifetime. My head did not turn in that direction at all. And his own grandchild that he never met said he was... Spiritual things are real. Spiritual things... Just, just keep serving God. Let's just keep... Oluwa Sister, me, 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 my monty, oh, she, Jesu, me, monty, oh, she, oh, me, yo, fidara. Sorry for the digression. It's a Holy Ghost digression. Some people are in church, they wear nice things, everything, and women are good at it. Thank God for women. When a man is rattled, he's disoriented, you see, he may even forget to brush his hair. You know, he just wears something. And uh, it's the wife that said, ah, won't we go to church? Let's go. I said, okay, I'll, I'll follow you. Anything they are doing, you won't participate. You'll just be looking. But women, they put pancake, they put all those things. They tie gilly, they, everything sets. In fact, those of us who don't know gold, we think what they are wearing is gold. At times, what they are wearing is panda. You know panda? You, you know? Everything, they just package. Our women are good at packaging. Amen. You know panda? You don't know panda? It's not gel. It's, it's lower than gel. You know there is gel. Panda is lower than jail. <laughs> you don't know. Anyway. So they package. Well, well, I know some women wear gold. Let me balance it. Sorry. Some, some wear gold. <laughs> and you see that and you feel, oh, 
Everything is okay with this sister. Everything is okay with this brother. Everything is fine. You do not know that there are some things that are going on, some battles that are raging on the inside. You do not know that some tears that are being shed internally. You know you can shed tears externally and you can shed them internally. You do not know that some... But Oluwamontioshe. Please make it your victory song Over that matter Make it your victory song Did you hear what I said? Make it your victory song Amen You will see the victory of the Lord Make it your victory song The Egyptians you see today You will see them no more again forever Make it your victory song Make it your victory song It is not for everybody who those that it applies to know themselves. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see what we can do in another 10 minutes. Hmm. Church is a spiritual house. So spiritual things go on when we gather together like this. As a church, as an assembly of believers, spiritual things happen. It's a spiritual house. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 5. If you will bring it up in the New King James Version, I would appreciate that. Why do I say so? The Old King James says, You also as living stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. But the New King James says, You also as living, not lively, Old King James says lively, stones are being built up. That one says built up. This one says being built up. I, I prefer this one. It's a present continuous process. It's an ongoing process. We are being built up. So we're a house. The church is a house. A spiritual house. It's not a physical house. It's not a house you see with your eyes. There are things going on in the realm of the spirit. When your stream comes with my stream and together we form a flood, many things are going on. Let's read. Let's read and personalize it. Let's go together. One, two. I also, as a living stone, I am being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. I'm being built up into a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up sacrifices. Spiritual. In the temple of old, the priest will offer sacrifices to God. They will take an animal, kill the animal, shed the blood, apply the blood on the, on, on, on the horns of the altar, and so on and so on. You know, burn the rest of the animal. Bring out the fat. Burn the fat. The rest of the animal was a whole burnt offering. They burn it. It was not a whole burnt offering. The priest will take the portion that was theirs and so on and so on. But the animal was killed. They had something to offer in the house of God. This spiritual temple, this temple that we don't see with, with our naked eyes, has sacrifices that we offer up to God and they're acceptable. They're spiritual sacrifices. So when you come to church and we say worship, tell the Lord you, you love him. Express your love to the Lord. Express your worship to the Lord. And you keep quiet. You are a house that is not offering any sacrifice. And that house is not a house that is pleasing to the Father. 
Amen. The sacrifice we offer now is the fruit of our lips, is the sacrifice of our worship unto the one who loved us. Amen. So tell him you are beautiful. Tell him you are exceeding great. Tell him you are mighty. Tell him you are my owner. Tell him you are my today. Tell him you are my tomorrow. Tell me I love you. Tell me you are everything. You are a wonder. I can't fully fathom who you are. Do you want... Can't you praise your earthly father? If you know how to praise your earthly father and you know your family Oriki, how come you don't know the Oriki of your heavenly father? The word Oriki in English is cognomen. So even the English tradition has that cognomen. Your Oriki, the house of Windsor. Some don't even know that, that, that the royal family in Britain, that they have family name. Queen of England is not her name. Elizabeth is not even her full name. At times they pick the name of the ancestor they choose and they bear the title of that one, the name of that one. Amen. Praise the Lord. Their family name is Windsor, Mountbatten. They have their Oriki. Hallelujah. So even white people have Oriki. You who understand it, you can't worship your God. Ah. I like Ijesha people. They say, Era say me go. It won't do me good. I don't, I, don't, I don't really know what it means. But I know it means something like, ah, may I, may I not be smash man? See, you understand? Ha. Ah, in things of God, may I not be a novice? In worshiping my father, may I not be a novice? In malice, you can be a novice. But in things of the spirit, be man. In malice, we can be immature. But in things of the spirit, be man. So it's a spiritual house. Church is God's house. It is the place of truth. It is God's house. So when we come together, God's house coming together. God's house coming together. First Timothy 3, 14 to 15. These things write I unto you, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long, Apostle Paul was writing Timothy, if I am delayed, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God. He was saying, you need to understand. You know, he was writing to a pastor. It was an episcopal writing. It was an episcopal letter. It was an epistle, but we call it an episcopal epistle. That was what he was writing. He said, so that you will know how to behave in the house of God. Not only that, which is the church of the living God. So the house of God is what? The church of the living God and what? The pillar and ground of the truth. The pillar and ground of the truth. And John 17, 17, what does it tell us? Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. So the church, the house of God is the pillar. Huh. What does the pillar do? Carries weights. Pillar and the ground of the truth. Go back to it. Go back to Timothy. It's the pillar and the ground of the truth. The pillar must be put in the ground. The ground must be able to bear the weight of the pillar. The pillar too must be able to bear the weight of whatever it is it's carrying. The church of Jesus Christ has sufficient power to carry the load that we are putting upon it. Whether it is load that is spread, whether it is point load. In construction, there's something they call point load, direct load. Amen. You remember? Scholars and vectors. Amen. People are here. Engineers are here. Uh -huh. Praise God. The church of Jesus can carry the weight. So that is why we must learn to put our pressures on God. How do you do that? Apply your pressure on God's word. 
Transfer your pressure to the word of God. Transfer your pressure to the word of God. Lord, you don't understand. For the past two weeks, no cash for me to spend. No, I have money in the bank. Transfer. By the way, I had this money in Sabo. I just remembered so I can give you that information. Ah, that's something else about church. It's the place of information. <laughs> so you need, you need cash. Please go to Sabu. Amen. And don't let them suspect you. Don't, uh, you are in dark glasses. You have uh, black beard. Everything is dark. Your car is tinted. They suspect you. Go like a normal person. <laughs> but I'm serious. You know, I have some guys who are, you know, boys on the street. I say, boys, boy, let's hear rose. Say, ah, Saboni, sir. Saboni. I say, eh, how much does it take? I'm about 200, loading 1,000. But oh, wow, oh, wow. I say, okay. The Martin need to my your senior. What's the problem, Pastor? She been. You must have your boys on the street. <laughs> it's called influence. Christians, everything. <laughs> Imagine King David. If David was an establishment guy, his life would not be colorful. In fact, they would have kicked him out of the throne long ago. He wouldn't have even gotten to the throne. Wait, wait. Ah, when they brought him before Ahimelech, the king of Philistines, and he saw this was death. And they say, Ah, is this not the same David that he says Saul has slain his thousands? David is tens of thousands. He's not going with us to battle. This man is a spy. He's a spy for the nation of Israel. King, he can't follow us. And I'm sure one of them put his hand in his cupboard where his sword was so that he would just cut off the head of David. David felt, Ah, it became like a madman. He started drooling at the mouth. He thought, Saliva coming from all over. The king said, whoa, 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 what's this nonsense? Is there scarcity of mad men in my kingdom that you are bringing an extra one? I'm going to get out of here. Omo, as he got out, <laughs> what do you think he did? Hmm? Somebody said God gave us a brain so that we can give him a break. Ah! Christians, there is time to pray in tongues. There is time to act. We must know how to balance the two. Anyway, church. Why come to church? <laughs> Don't forget what we have said so far. It's an organism. It's not an organization. It is life-giving. It is not life-requiring. Amen. It's a spiritual house. It's also God's house. It is the ground and the pillar of the truth. We shall therefore ask, why congregate? Why come together? Why hold meetings? Why Refer to them as services. Why? It is because when we come together like that, we come into God's presence. We come to check in on the king of life. You are checking in. You know, you know what it means? Or you are clocking in. When you say checking in, it's like you are, you, are, you are taking a flight. And it's not every time you flight. But when you are clocking in, you are resuming for work. That one is more regular. That one is more frequent. Some people work six days a week. Some five days a week. You are clocking in. Amen. You are clocking in. And so you clock in. In organizations where they use timesheets and time cards, you clock in so that you can clock out at the end of the day. You clock in. They know the time you... you 
when we come and we gather together like this, we're in God's presence. We clock in. I'm here. Father, I've come. Father, I've come to worship you. Father, I've come to glorify you. When we clock in like that, we come to connect. Hallelujah. We come to connect. You, you, you bring your weakness to connect with his strength. You, you bring your shortcomings to connect with his excellent nature, his perfectness. You, you, you bring your concerns to connect with his peace, his glory. We connect. Hallelujah. We connect. When we are connecting like that, there's something going on. Harmony is going on. Bonding is going on. Love is being exchanged. Do you understand? Father, I love you. He says, my son, I love you too. Hallelujah. Somebody said he was in church one year or one day. And uh, you know there are days when the singing and the music are not harmonizing. At times the instrumentalists are playing their own. The singers are singing their own. And the congregation too, we too, we are doing our own. You know there are days like that. So he said this was a day like that. The choir was on another level. The instrumentalists were on another level. And he was struggling to worship. So he now said, out of frustration, he said, Lord, I'm not enjoying this. He said, the Lord said, neither am I. Eh, what do you know? Do you know when you are enjoying it, even the Father is enjoying it, only the best, therefore, is good enough for him. Psalm 1611, what does it say? That will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. Fullness of joy. It tells me something about him. When we are joyful, when we are full of exuberant joy, exuberant praise, even he rejoices. He rejoices to see his children rejoice. Hallelujah. You have come to lead us in worship. And you are coming with an attitude we can he- barely hear you. Lift up your hands and your own hand is down. Praise the Lord. Uh, <laughs> Hallelujah. But somebody comes and says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Everybody rise on your feet. Give him praise. Give him a shout. When we are shouting like that, we are excited. Father is happy. The devil is sad. The devil hates it when believers are rejoicing. I hope you know. It's a spiritual. The, the devil doesn't want to, to see. He doesn't want to see you rejoice. He wants to see you morose, depressed. <laughs> mm. Good money. What's good about the money? Keep your money to yourself. Hey, devil, my dad. That's my. That's my daughter. No. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our son have to stop. We'll continue uh, some other time. So we gather together like that for association, for association. When we're in His presence. For association. Proverbs 13, 20, he who comes to the wise shall be wise, but the companion of fools shall be destroyed. We gather together like that for bonding, for bonding. Amos 3, 3, he says, can two walk together except they be agreed? We gather together like that for networking. Proverbs 27, 17, he says, iron sharpeneth iron. So does the Lord, a man do what? He sharpens the countenance of his friend. We gather together like that for purpose. Philippians 2.13, for it is God that worketh in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Hallelujah. When we gather together like that, we gather for an experience of his glory and power and presence so that we can be transformed. But we all with open faces, beholding us in the mirror, we all are changed into the same image from glory unto glory by the spirit of the Lord. Transformation takes place in his presence. 
deposits take place in his presence. Apostle Paul was writing the, uh, the Romans and he said uh, to them, the Roman church, believers in Rome, and he said to them, I long to see you again to the end that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. When we gather together like that, there is impartation that takes place. We will continue next Sunday. We may not even finish next Sunday. We're not in a hurry. Why come to church? God's presence is everything to me. I don't know about you, but God's presence is everything to me. Shall we please rise to our feet? God's presence is everything. God's presence. God's presence is everything to me. God's presence. God's presence. God's presence. Tell him you love him. Tell him you love him. Express your love to the rock of your salvation. Express your love to the God of your salvation. Give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him majesty. Ascribe to him dominion and power. Ascribe to him dominion and power. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We're going to sing uh, this song. I believe the Lord has refreshing in mind for his people. Refreshing in mind for his people. He will refresh us, spirit, soul, and body. He will refresh us. He will refresh us. And when you are refreshed, you are renewed. You are renewed. You are reinvigorated. You are re-energized. He will refresh you. So there is rest for the weary this morning. There is rest for the weary this morning. Open the floodgates. Quiet, join me. In abundance. your Let it fall on me, let it fall on me. Yes, Jesus, we need your rain.
are a student, you need the rain. You are a business person, you need that rain, that refreshing we're talking about. You are sick in your body, you need that refreshing. You are a career person, you need that refreshing. You are retired, you need that refreshing. You are a startup entrepreneur. You're just getting up with your idea. You need this refreshing. Some people, you have been asked to come for an interview, a kind of presentation of what you do this week. You need this refreshing I'm talking about. You need this refreshing I'm talking about. Some have exams to write. You need this refreshing I'm talking about. You need this refreshing I'm talking about. Some have been on the same spot for a long time things are changing so you will sing the song to connect with your father for our streams are all available and God's glory will fill this house and you will see his hand and you will know his refreshing let's do it let's do it let's do it
today I command you to revive in the name of Jesus every stone wall every stone wall every stone wall I pull you down ahead of the people of God every stone wall I pull you down not once not twice in the last three months you've met with a brick brick wall stone wall no more I command every brick wall every stone wall come down now in the name of Jesus you are not the sick you are the healed that the devil is trying to make sick whose report will you believe the report of the devil or the report of the word of God who says by whose stripes you were healed whose report are you believing if you are believing the report of the Lord over your health then say I refuse to be sick for I am the healed I am the healed let the rain of healing fall upon such lives now let the rain of healing fall I rebuke you spirit of infirmity I bind you I break your grip and your hold over the lives of our men and women in the name of Jesus I break the power of infirmity I break the power of sickness by whatever name called whether it is diabetes whether it is high blood pressure whether it is heart disease whether it is ulcer inflammation whether it is cancer I curse your roots I curse your foundations whether it is malaria whether it is the flu whatever it is I curse your roots I curse your foundations in the name of Jesus I command you to wither I speak life to you I speak health to you I speak healing to your body in the name of Jesus rivers to flow in the barren heights he caused waters to flow in the desert places he's bringing joy and gladness out of sorrow out of sadness out of mourning I don't want to embarrass you my sister but you are here I can see you I'll be there on the day of your rejoicing it has taken this long to happen but the season is now for the manifestation of that which you had prayed for which you had hoped for which you had longed for the manifestation is now the time is here let them connect Lord let them connect let them connect let there be supernatural connection Lord, thank you for we all will see this. And Lord, when it happens, the redoal then will be explained. We'll give a praise and glory and honor. We'll give a praise and glory and honor. You are good and your mercies endure forever. Come receive the touch, the touch of the mercy of God upon our nation. This week is decisive. Come receive the touch of the mercy of the Lord upon our land upon Ibadan city 
upon Oyo State, upon the 33 local governments in Oyo State, upon every village, every hamlet, every city, every town in Oyo State, upon the forests, the bushes, the farmlands, the highways, the expressways, the village roads, yes, the, the farm roads in the state, the whole of Nigeria, the 774 local governments in Nigeria, the 36 states and the FCT, the reign of the glory of God, the reign of the mercy of God. Raise your voice, raise your voice, raise your voice, raise your voice, and pray and cry out for the land, and cry out for the land. Your mercy, oh God, your mercy, oh God, over Nigeria. Nigeria, receive the touch of the Lord. Nigeria, receive the mercy of the Lord. Nigeria, you receive the mighty hand of the Lord. The hand of the Lord is upon you, Nigeria. Yeah, Nigeria is greater than any man, greater than any power broker, power block in the land. Yes, once God has spoken, twice have I heard. The power belongeth unto you. So release your power and might and glory over Nigeria for peace, for justice, for judgment in the name of Jesus. Let there be deliverance in our nation. Deliverance in our nation. Deliverance in our nation. Thank you, Jesus. No death. No death. No death. There will be some deaths, but there will be no death. Did you hear what I said? I'm not a prophet of doom. There will be some deaths, but there will be no death. Those who were under the cover of the blood did not die. There was no death in Goshen. But there was death in Egypt. There shall be no death. Although there will be some deaths. And thank you for the cover of the blood. The cover of the blood of Jesus over our nation. The cover of the blood of Jesus over innocent lives, men, women, boys, girls, those in cities, those in rural areas. The cover of the blood of Jesus over the land, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And we diffuse tension, we diffuse hardship in the land because of the blood, because of the blood. Thank you, Jesus. Let's give him praise. Let's give him glory. You may be seated for a while. The last thing I want to do. The last thing I want to do. Can we bow our heads as, as a mark of honor to the Lord? Honestly, you are in church this morning, but you know, Jesus is not real to you. You, by yourself, you know Jesus is not real to you. And you desire in your heart of hearts to have a real relationship with him. That's why I'm saying what I'm saying. If you're like that, you want a real relationship with Jesus, just raise up your right hand. And I will pray for you. For that real relationship with Jesus to start. To start. He wants you as much as you want him. If you are raising up the hand, raise it above your head. I want to know who I'm to pray for. You want a real relationship with Jesus. This is not about pretense. God cannot be mocked. God cannot be deceived. Whatever he man sows that, he will reap. 
So we can deceive God, but we can deceive ourselves. So you are here this morning and you're saying, on a real relationship with Jesus, I want to be part and parcel of the body of Christ. Then raise up your right hand and I'll pray for you. I do not see anyone. Up on the gallery. Okay. If you want to rededicate your heart to Jesus, you know it's just right. You have given your life to Christ before, but you drifted, but you want to come back home. You want to rededicate your heart to the Lord. Just raise your right hand and I will pray for you. You want to rededicate your heart to the Lord. Up on the gallery down here, I see you, my sister. Who else? Up on the gallery, is there anyone? You want to rededicate your heart to the Lord. He will, he will accept you for he loves you. He loves you. My sister, you can put your hands down. Can you put both hands across your chest? And say, Lord Jesus, I come back to the place of my first love. Accept me back. Because you will never turn me away. And this time, I mean it for real. I come to stay. My love for you will not diminish. I will obey you and I will please you all the days of my life. Teach me to love you more. Help me to be grounded in you all the days of my life. And Father, I pray for your daughter. Let this walk this time be unto victory, be unto exploits, be unto fruitfulness, to the glory and honor of your name. The strength of Jehovah is available for you in Jesus' name. And everything is changing in your life. Everything is changing for good from this hour. Father, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Counselors, don't forget.